Okay, we are back. We're back. Episode 45. Episode 45. I wasn't sure what it was there for a second. How are we doing today? Half a 90, that. Hey, Half quick maths. Half a 90, man. Five, five from five, 50. Yeah. There you go. Five from 50. And we're recording on a Monday night. I know. So I hope you guys... Very odd. Appreciate What are you doing? Do just fart. <laughs> Flip sick. Sorry, man. The fact you can't multitask and talk and fart <laughs> is just embarrassing. <laughs> you need to stop. I hope you guys <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> it was because uh, I just had a burrito, that's why. Oh, yeah, okay. That's I, lovely. I, I had a Guzman because um, I, I knew I wasn't going to want to have enough time to cook dinner and uh, record as well. So thinking ahead. Well, we're in episode 45, people. Mate. And as usual, everyone, thank you very much for checking back in. Thank you very much. Another day, another dollar. Another day, another dollar. Um, But first, before we start, you know what to do. Oh, sorry, actually. Men Know Nothing, here to give you the unqualified advice you never ask for on a daily basis. There you go. Yeah. Some of you ask, but most of you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but as usual, follow us on Instagram. Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe. Follow us on TikTok. Give us five stars on Spotify. Five stars on Give Spotify. Give us five star and a comment on Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. And all that good stuff. But as usual, we're in 2023 and we have told you that whenever we start our episodes, we're going to give you a little segment of... Is it them or is it you? And Dan has his for the week. Oh, do I though? Well, you said you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. First time we've recorded on a Monday, and I can tell you, Monday's a hard day. Monday evening is usually like rest day, God's day. That's yes. where you like. <laughs> it's God's, it's God's, God's day. day. You know, it's God's day. So, you know, I hope people appreciate this yeah, hard labor and work. Um, all the hard work we pretend to be doing. So I mean, be doing, sorry. So, was it them? Or was it you? Mm. We've been dating for... So, sorry. Was it them or was it you? So, this person wrote in, we've been dating for about six months. They act like my boyfriend. They do all the actions that act like my boyfriend, but they say they can't commit to me. Can't that be enough for me? So, this is a really interesting... What's it? Read that again? They say... I'll, I'll start this whole thing again. So, was it them or was it you? This person wrote in, we've been dating for about six months now. They do all the right things. They act like my partner. They act like they're my boyfriend, but they say they can't commit. Aren't their actions enough? So this is quite interesting, I think, because in the usual scenario, we always say follow their words, not their actions. But there is a bit of a... We're not, not someone who said follow their actions, Sorry. their words. Um, yeah, we always say Just follow their... There. We always say follow... <laughs> one second, one second. Can tell it's a Monday. He doesn't even know what the fuck's going on. We always... Yeah, it is Monday. We always say that bit we cut out. We always say follow, we always say follow their actions and not their words. But there is a bit of a caveat to that. Because yes. in this scenario, basically someone is doing all the right things. They're acting like their person's boyfriend. They're there for them after work. You know, all the things you want that person to do. And yet they're saying they can't commit long term. So in this scenario you really have to be careful when it comes to this because it means that all their actions are doing the right thing but psychologically deep down they can't take the mental step to actually go to the next level with that person now these kind of people will do all the right things and without knowing it they'll waste all of your time because no one cares as much about your own time as you do mm-hmm. so if someone has got all the right actions and they don't have the right words in this scenario is really what you have to look at because clearly they just can't commit to you long-term mentally. Yeah, I agree. I think... So it's them. 
I think like everything in life, it's everything's all about balance. And yeah, we do say quite often that people can say all the things, but if their actions don't match their words, then they're just bullshitting. Yeah. But obviously in this scenario, the actions seem to be portraying that of a boyfriend, but yet they keep reiterating the fact that they don't want to be with them. And again, yeah, if if that's the case, then you're pretty much being told that I can't commit, I can't commit. But like you said, the mental aspect of it is what can't commit. But in terms of the life and the way they're living, he's obviously, or she's obviously hey. content. Is it a he? Yeah, it was okay. Um, he's obviously content with just and and I guess at the end of the day as well, if for the girl that sent this in, you need to now reevaluate how much you're committing to this person as well. Because if you are putting yourself in a situation where this person is telling you that they don't want a girlfriend, but yet they're still like hanging out with you, you're going out for drinks, you're going out for dinner, are you are you then giving them the girlfriend experience? So are you giving them mm. everything that they want and need? from someone without actual the commitment so are you being are you emotionally vulnerable with them are you into um <clears throat> are you stimulating them intellectually obviously you're having sex with them all that kind of things so if you're providing all of this for this guy then what reason does he really have to then make you his girlfriend whenever you're probably doing everything that a girlfriend should do a hundred percent it's um it's really hard because for in any kind of experience when you're like dealing with like a partner or trying to create something with someone if someone is doing all the right things you can almost like excuse their behavior because they are showing you all the right things as an excuse what they say you mean excuse what they say because you're like no listen that they took me away here or they came Mm. to dinner here or you know they came over when i was sad or they did all the things that you'd want a partner to do Mm. but when their words don't match you go oh look it's like they're doing all the right things i think they just need more time and it's probably a lot easier to excuse them if they are showing you all these positive signs. And sometimes people are just nice, difficult. nice. And sometimes yeah. people, the guy can just be a nice guy. Yeah. Like he's telling you that he doesn't want a relationship, but he's not going to just start treating you like shit just because he doesn't want a relationship. Yeah. He still wants to make you feel special. He still wants to take you out. He still wants to do this. He still wants to do that. Because some people want that. Yeah. Some people some want people, the girlfriend experience yeah. and just don't want a girlfriend. Yeah, which is, which is completely fine. Yeah. And again, as long as... He, the communication is there where he's yeah doing all these things but he's still he's telling you but i don't want a relationship i'm just enjoying spending time with you then you can't really like fault him to a degree but again you now then as the person who's sent this in needs to now recalibrate and try to understand what you actually want so if you want a relationship and this dude's not willing to give it to you then now it's your decision whether you stay or whether you go and if you decide to stay and you end up now detesting this man because he won't give you what you want, then that's your fault. I then think, it's a you issue. I think even getting to six months is pretty like... Yeah, that's that's quite a while. It's, it's pretty long. It is pretty Especially long. Especially if they've been exclusively seeing each other. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case. But six months is wild. Yeah, if you're like, exclusively dating someone for six months and there is no progression towards, I guess, girlfriend or boyfriend, then yeah. maybe not. But no, if I know loads of people that do that. Yeah, same. ah well so to round up what was your Uh, i reckon if they've never had the chat like that it's probably them if you've just never listened to them it's probably you yeah why are you not prying these people and ask asking more information so we can give better 
Personal, advice personal information mate yeah but if you no, just no, you, yeah, yeah you should pry a bit more so we can like get more background yeah. well whoever sent it and i hope you're listening and we shall move on and what are we talking about today Dwayne? so today we're talking about the qualities that you look for in a partner bunda yeah that's fair bunda's definitely up there i'd say that's probably the first one that's like top tier yeah we're not shallow in this podcast. Nah, everything else I reckon is just a bonus. <laughs> like a communicator, I reckon that's Ugh. just a bonus. Uh, it's just Who a wants bonus. to talk anyway? Yeah. It's like a nice to have. That, that, it's, it's like a nice to have. Agreed. Um, so yes, today we were talking about the qualities that you look for in a partner. And let's say a partner when we're going long term, future. Compared to what? Like a partner for like a week? Yeah. <laughs> just a short term thing. What would you like? Yeah, what would you mean though? Oh, I was in like compared to qualities. Like if you're just like, just like dating someone. I mean, qualities for a casual thing is usually just good in bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're talking about we just need to dumb it down in case we have people yeah. who can't read in between the lines. So uh, we're talking long-term partner, future, maybe kids, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. If there's anyone from Essex listening, probably dumb it down a little bit. All right, mate. So all like, how you got? What's your what's your what's your uh, what's your type and paper? Fuck we sake. need um we need this to be translated. Um yeah, so quality you look for in a partner. And I think we're gonna cover a few things, stuff like why is it important to look for these qualities in a partner? Mm-hmm. What happens if they don't have this quality, mm-hmm. these qualities? And how long does it actually take to figure out whether this person actually has the qualities? Mm, okay. And the things we I guess personally look out for in someone or the things that we need. Okay. And we have messages from people as well. Okay. Yeah, so I'm processing, man. I'm processing. I'm in. I'm. What's it called? Digesting. You're processing. Yeah. Yeah. Just there's no need to use another word. <laughs> you pro- got it the first time. Processing. There's a lot of processing. <laughs> right. So yes, yeah, so quality. So why is it actually good to look for certain qualities in a partner? What do you think? Why is it good to look for certain qualities in a partner? Or the qualities that you deem important in a partner? Um, I mean. I think that might be a bit of a tangent here, but I think that it only takes, it takes time to actually understand what qualities you want in someone. I think that if I look back to when I was younger in my earlier dating experiences, that the bar or standard I had for a relationship was probably a lot lower. It was sex. Do I like them? Oh, and that's probably it. And and that was then like yeah. the, that was like the only you know that was like the the bare minimum. That's or, a good start. It wasn't even like the bare minimum. It was like that is all I need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, only after a while you're like, oh fuck, you know, it's it's like when they say you know love is everything, and it's like it's not. It's not. No, there is so much more like you need, and it was you know the infatuation probably not love, and it was like oh that's everything now. Everything will work in its mm. way. So your question, what 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 was your question again? Why it is was, it important to be to look for qualities in a partner? I mean, the qualities. I feel you like that's a partner. pretty easy answer. The reason why it's important to look for qualities in a partner is so you can be happy like mm. really happy and like be stimulated mentally physically emotionally and uh intellectually um i think that's why it's important you know because otherwise you end up just fucking resenting the other person and hating them and you know and it all ends and goes tits up you look like you're speaking from experience <laughs> no. I um I, I yeah i agree i think I think when you think about qualities in a partner, I think that's something that comes with age and life experience. Yeah. I think, like you said, when you're younger, the the bare minimum was just, do you like them? And, and do you find them attractive? And I think the older you get and through the shit experience that you have, whether it's in actual relationships, in situationships, in 
in just dating in general, you start to realize that people show you different aspects of themselves, that it's not something you want in a partner. And then and vice versa, you meet people who show you aspects of themselves that you actually, that you do actually like in, in a partner. So I think, as for me, if I'm speaking from me, as I've gotten older and as I've had those experiences, I'm like, holy shit, I actually don't like when someone does this. Or I actually don't like when someone does that. For example, I don't like the fact that if I'm dating someone, they're completely unaware of <clears throat> unaware of the world around them. If they're completely oblivious to what's going on because they're probably stuck in their own privilege and their own little bubble of where they come from. And the idea that they're not aware that there are people that live 30 minutes away that are struggling or they're in a lower socioeconomic state just because of what they look like or mm-hmm. where they live, etc. So that would be something that I've, I've grown to realize. I don't need people to be almost like so knowledgeable about it, but having an understanding and almost an empathetic mindset towards something like that where they can almost put themselves in that person's shoes to be mm-hmm. like, holy shit, they're going through that. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people probably do struggle with. And I feel like that's probably something important for me that I look for in a partner. Um, and then also stuff like the willingness to have a conversation. And not just when I say conversation, just sit down and talk. It's like, how do you how do you approach a conversation whenever you have a disagreement with your partner or a disagreement with me? Mm. Are you able to sit there? I'm not saying if you have a disagreement with a partner, you need to straight away be talking, 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 talking. Are you, trying, some, are you trying to break something? Are you trying to build something? Exactly. Yeah. So I understand sometimes there is a level of we need to separate for a little bit, recalibrate, think of, get our thoughts in motion, and then we can come together. But it's for me, it's what is the willingness to have have that kind of space and that kind of maturity to have the conversation of this is what's happening how can we fix this? How can we build, like you said, and not break down, if that makes sense? I think that, um, <clears throat> I was just having like a, yeah, I was just thinking, I, I I don't think the question is like, why is it important to look for attributes of what, sorry, what, what was the, it was like, why is it important to look for attributes that are compatible for you in a relationship? Because I think everyone does think they're looking for important attributes in a relationship because the opposite of that or the indifference of that is not caring at all. I think the real question is... No, but I'm, it, it's almost as not even looking, but for example, you're saying what you want is just, you need to like them, Right, you know right, what I mean? right. But once, but yeah, but I'm saying your, your question was, can you, say, can you say the question again? Why is it important to look for qualities you need so a partner? I, I don't think it's why is it important to look for good qualities in a partner or why is it important to look for qualities that are important to you in a partner? Because mm. I think loads of people think they are trying to look for important qualities. Yeah, fair. Them, but nobody knows what they are. I think the important question is how do you figure out what qualities you actually want to find in a partner? Mm. Because that's really the important question. Yes. It's like everyone thinks they're doing a good job. Yeah. But the first question you have to ask before, am I doing a good job, is how do I know what a good job is? Mm. And that's really the question you have to ask. Goodbye. It's like, how, how do you figure that out? Oh, thanks, mate. Well, uh, TikTok that. <laughs> Shut uh, up. <laughs> but, um, and I really think that what it takes is like just sitting, like really sitting and thinking to yourself and like looking back at the experiences and the relationships you've had. And I've done that. 
And I've gone, cool. Why didn't this work? Mm. Like, when were there moments where this wasn't conducive? When were there moments where this was rough or this was awful, where, where I didn't communicate? Why didn't I communicate? Mm-hmm. What about them did I find it hard to do that with? And I think it's really when you just sit with your thoughts for a long period of time, you can then figure out these are the key attributes as to why those things didn't work. And so this must be what I'm looking for moving forward. Yeah. So at least it gives you, like a bit of a roadmap where you can travel down that road and then like new roads can then come off of that. But that's where I think you develop the understanding of where to find good qualities in a partner. First, figure out what do you deem good qualities? Mm -hmm. Because it's different for everyone. Like, you know, it's easy to say good communicator or this, but it's there. I think there's something like deeper in terms of how you connect with someone. So that's really what I think is the crux of the question. How do you work out what's important to you? I completely agree and i think piggybacking off that i think a good way to to even decipher what you need in a partner is to also look within so yeah, like, you have to know what, yourself what, what not even look within as in like what you like but what <clears throat> what about you you think other people would like because people can make a list of i need this i need someone who's empathetic good communicator funny physically attractive good in bed willingness to to listen good boundaries good this good da 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 but then, like, but are you all those, you things? those things? Are you are mm. those qualities that you're dying to find a partner? Can you communicate? If you can't, then why the fuck are you looking for someone who can't? Because mm. that's not going to go down well. You're probably going to shit yourself if you find someone who's good at communicating. Do you have your own boundaries? Do you can you actually say no to people when they ask you to do stuff because you just don't want to? Because when you meet a partner who is happy enough saying no, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Why are you saying no to me for, for mm. asking to do this? Or why have you said no to my best friend? Why have you done this? Like, if you're not a person, if you haven't created a version of yourself that you yourself would be willing to date or even spend time on your own, you can't go out writing down a list of all the shit that you need and want where and you're not that. Mm. Like You can't say you want someone who's financially stable, yet you're shit with money. You can't say you want to be with someone who's loyal, yet you're cheating every relationship you've ever had. Yeah. You can't say you're a good communicator if you can't even communicate the most simplistic message to your housemates. You know what I mean? Even s- simple things like that are stuff that people don't realize that they'll ask for the world, but yet they they aren't exactly what they're looking for. So 100%. I think that's so important. Yeah, 100%. If you're listening, fucking make sure you're... <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. You know who you are. If you think this is about you, it, it probably, probably is. is. Yes, 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 yes. Um, because a lot of those, a lot of the things that people look for, it's it's so, it's so much easier to say it than it uh, is to do. Like it, it is easy to say, I want someone who's empathetic, but do you even know how to be empathetic it's, yourself? It's, it's actually yeah, because it's like a lot of people who I know, they like, oh, I want someone who's like ambitious, or I want someone who yeah has a great communicator, or I want someone who's secure attached, and it's like, but do you put that out there? Because quite often I match people with like their expectations and the kind of people they bring around are not the kind of people they no. talk about wanting. And it's just like... You're the average can, of your five closest yeah, friends. And yeah, and it's like, how can you... That's why I've started auditing some of them. <laughs> uh, and, that, and that's why, how can you expect those things if you don't put that out there? Mm. It's like, you don't come across like that, like no. you're saying. So it's like, you can't expect that. I you can't th- put that out there. I always say that to people as well when it comes to kind of the dating landscape and they're saying what they're actually looking for mm. when it comes to dating in, in at the, the current time they are in life. Like, what are you looking for? And they say this is not nice. like, but are you putting out that energy into mm. the world? Are you, are you finding the people who 
potentially could give that energy or you you're pretty much because i because i would say you're probably dating the exact same person mm. but just like a carbon copy mm. like you're complaining that they're being a fuck boy or they party too much but i'm like if they party too much you need to stop going out and meeting people in bars if mm. that's if that's like what you're complaining oh, about nah. you can still meet people in bars I yeah think that's but fine. i mean but i mean that the chances of the person who parties too much being in the bar is higher than if you were to meet someone in a book club or in a in a restaurant or at a coffee shop. Nah, I just nah. You're I, telling me I, you're I, telling me you're more you're not more likely to meet someone who parties more okay, in a bar. Okay, sorry, you than are, you are in a coffee shop. You are, but how many times have you met someone? But that, at but a I'm life? not complaining about that though. I'm talking about someone who's complaining about someone who parties too much. I'm yeah, talking statistically, I, statistically. I, I, <laughs> If you're meeting someone in a club or a bar, they're more likely to enjoy going out more than someone that, you meet in a coffee fair. shop. That's fair. Yeah. I think that you, they also do need a bit of perspective because it's like the first time you meet that person, have they had like, and it's let's say 10 o'clock at night, mm. which is a fair, you know, it's the night where usually people be like steadily on their way to being pissed. Mm. This person you've met, are they fucking wasted 12 bags deep? Or have they had like two, <laughs> yeah, or have they had like two beers? Because yeah. then you're like, oh, it's 10 o'clock on a Friday and they look pretty, you know, the, the, they, they don't come across like that kind of mm. person so I think it also takes a bit of like you know have a look and feel the situation mm. if it's 10 o'clock at night and you see this lad and he's off his tits and he's you know whatever ex- fucking bags deep and then you're annoyed and, but this is and, not oh, talking no, no. and then you're annoyed because it's like oh they're just a partier and this is all they this do this is it's not like, a yeah, first meeting though this is like after <clears throat> the fact Oh, oh, as in you're saying you've met them, and yeah, and then now you're like, oh, they're they're party too much. This is not like mm. on the first. You can't make that kind of judgment on someone. No. Or the first means like, yeah, they're a party animal yeah. because they're in a club on at one p.m. or one a.m. Sorry. I guess you can tell like, the first couple of dates, like what they're going to be like. Yeah. As well. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, how long do you actually think it ter- it takes to learn about someone's redeeming qualities? Like if they're if if they qualify out or qualify in, do you reckon? Yeah. So throughout the dating process. I'd say like three months. Interesting. Three three to four months. Not not that you know that like they're perfect, mm. but three to four months to really know, I think I could go further with this person. Like it, I, I think really, like I, I really think, and it comes down to like every situationship I've had has always been around like the three month mark. Not that I was looking for anything, yeah. but it always took them three months to go. You're a fucking actually, idiot. No, I don't I, like you, Daniel. <laughs> get out of my house. It always, get out of my bed. <laughs> it always took them three months to go, I want something more. Yeah. Do you want that? And so I think that maybe three months seems to be the mark of like, I know you enough now, yeah. or I'm at a point where I'm willing to want to emotionally invest more. Are you willing to? So I, I feel like around the three month mark. Yeah, three, I, agree, I agree with that. To, to a degree, I, I agree that I guess if you're hanging out with that person, yeah, if you're hanging out yeah. with them pretty regularly, I'd say three months is probably the mark when you can kind of decipher and make a decision do I want to push this forward more and make it more of an emotional thing and potentially make this person my girlfriend or boyfriend. But I do think it takes longer to really learn about someone mm. to that level because I think I've said this before. I think whenever you first meet someone within the dating landscape from from a romantic standpoint. People are going to put their best foot forward. People are going to be the best version of themselves because that's what you do naturally. When you get a new job, you're going to be, you're going to work so hard. Can you say it without saying this person's name? No, I was thinking about you. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I can't bother cutting it out. Okay. <laughs> But is, um, is it bad? Is it? It's quite just a bit work. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like yeah, 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 whenever, yeah. whenever you start a new job, for example, um, 
you're going to do and work as hard as you can because you need to show your managers, you need to show your bosses, your colleagues that you're good at your job. And it's the same when it comes to relationships. Like whenever you are dating anywhere, whenever you first start dating someone, you're going to always put your best foot forward and show them the best version of you. And then I think I would say from my experience, it's towards the six month mark mm. where the person you're with starts to get comfortable that they start to let down their guard and they start to actually show you the different parts of them that are probably the ones that they like to hide yeah. quite regularly. Stuff like people not being empathetic or someone who may not even be financially good with their money, things like that people start to show you later on later on down the line because they get comfortable and you may fall in love and now people think love is enough and I'm just like, nah, you yeah. spend your money Huh. Willy nilly is like not not attractive for me. Yeah, fair. Kind of things like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's a good point. Why have you stopped talking? I thought you were about to get up and do something with the camera. Yeah, but normally you oh, just talk right, when yeah, I yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monday, man. Quit blame Monday. It's what what Monday. would you say though is the number one thing you need? Um, Bunda. <laughs> what's if you had to choose one Bunda. thing at the top of your list? Bunda. Shut up. What is? Why are you discrediting what's Sorry, let's move on. We've got Bunda. Mine's Bunda as well, actually. (laughs) Nana, what's the number one thing that you look for in a partner? I guess, like, your top non-negotiable. One of your key pillars. I remember, like, we've done this with the boy detox before, and I've spoke way too quickly, and end up saying something fucking stupid, like getting stuff off the top shelf. Um, Which I can do now. Um... One key, I think the ability, self-awareness is really important. Mm. So it's self-awareness. I think if like someone can recognize a mistake or an error or a part of their life that needs to be worked on and how in a healthy way articulate it mm. and also like resolve it. I think that's really, really like an attractive and important thing. Self-awareness because I'm not in this to be someone's teacher. Like Mm-mm. I'm not in this to be someone's project manager. Like I want someone to be self-sufficient. Mm. And so one of the key pillars for me is self-awareness. Do you think that's one of the key things you need to, to also help you connect with someone on mm. a deeper level as well? Because it makes me see them in like a different light. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. Because if they're self-aware, it's like no matter where you go in life, no matter what happens, if you're self-aware of the situation, you can get through it and you don't need to be like walked through every situation. Like if you can deal with whatever comes your way and be like, this is why I feel like this or this is why we feel like this or I can see why you're acting like this. I think that's awesome. Mm. You know, because it means that you're not dealing with someone who's just reactive, but they can be proactive to make sure these things don't happen in the future. I think that's awesome. I think that's like incredibly powerful. Do you think, I'm playing devil's advocate here, do you think in today's society there is a level of too high of an expectation of what we need from a partner? Because if you look, if you think about it, years and years ago when it came to, I guess, a romantic partner, you didn't expect so much from your partner. You'd have your partner who was your lover and would provide and do all this kind of things. But then you'd maybe have your friends who would be your therapist who you'd go and talk to. But mm. nowadays people have their partner who they count on to be fi- to help them financially. They count on them to be a good lover. They count on them to be a good communicator. They need them to be funny. They need them to be mm. their therapist. They need them to be this, this and this and this and that. So people list off 15 things that they want from a partner. But... Do you think that's fair? I think 
I think the opposite. I think people back in the day didn't expect enough. Mm. I think because they grow up in, you know, in the olden days, there was like no social media yeah. and like you're in one town or wherever you are and you find someone, your high school sweetheart and you live with them and you grow with them. And yeah. you're like, no matter what, I'll, wait, I'll make it work. I think they did that because of a, a lack of people around them and maybe mm -hmm. a lack of like ambition or motivation to move away from friends and family and put yourself in a new situation. I think back in the day, people didn't have enough expectations. Yeah. I think now it's better because people have a set of standards and they're like, I need more than just someone in my life i need to be the happiest on my own so if someone is going to come in they like in, in my life they really have to be a disruptor yeah they have to be like have to add to enough it. yeah exactly. have to add to. so i think yeah people didn't have enough expectations but do you think because i guess people have lists but to a degree it's almost not possible no like, for not, someone not, to hit not, every single box not, not like a lit one of the, one of these sides keeps going deaf that's weird um, not like oh yeah it's fine now did you wash your ears out properly no no, no. why would I you see um, when the q-tips like those you're not resistance, meant to use q-tips you're not meant to use seeing those resistance with the q-tip just stop pushing Have, do you use q-tips just for the outside of my lobes oh okay I was yeah. going to say yeah, yeah. Um, I had a really big issue with the doctor I used a q-tip for so many years and it built up like a big clunk of wax that's and disgusting it actually stretched my earlobe and I was getting these really painful headaches I didn't know what it was I thought it was like a brain tumour or something and I went to the doctor he put a mic in and this earwax was a mic, so yeah. big you mean a camera a camera yeah yeah <laughs> it stretched my eardrum the tunnel and it was causing me like pumping headaches that's disgusting yeah it's fucked he pulled it out and it was like a rock like that big it was it was awful oh, yeah um funny to look at the video and then sorry you said what did you say oh sorry i was saying do you think there's a level of too high of an expectation because no Lists. one's ever gonna like list yeah, or list. like tick off at all the list. there's a difference having high expectations and there's a difference between having high expectations and unrealistic expectations. Mm -hmm. having Tell high, them, Daniel. Having high expectations of, let's say, I need him to be... Um, high expectations, I want him to be attractive. Mm. I want him to be financially literate. Mm -hmm. I want him to be ambitious. I want him to be communicative. And I want them to be self-aware and I want them to be funny. I think that is having like um, high standards. I think that those are good yeah, standards good. to have. Yeah. Unrealistic standards. I want them to be exactly six foot. At least. I want them to be exactly in this type of job. Yeah. I want them to have these kind Maybe of friends. Maybe make $200,000 a year. To, yeah, have, yeah. to have this kind of, they have to be close to their family. They have to have this kind of family. Mm. And it's like, well, these things, a lot of them, they like can't control some of them. Yeah. They can't work on those things either, some of them. Like some people are the height they have. Some people have the family that they have. Mm -hmm. Some people live in an area that is just where they live. Um, sorry, they can move obviously, but some of these things cannot some of them be can. worked. Yeah, some, some of them can't be worked on, mm. but some of them can. So having high expectations compared to unrealistic expectations, I think is, yeah, completely different. And some people just have unrealistic expectations. Yeah, they do. And, you know, just because, as an example, someone's not... It's like this new standard of, like, six foot. And it's like if someone falls below the, the height of six foot, so many women just discredit them. Yeah. And I'm like, why? You know what's... And it, no, but it's also women who aren't even, like, tall. Yeah. It's like, I don't understand. Let's you're say like you're... Four, you're, you're well, like yeah, five feet. Or you're, like, five, six or five, seven. Like, what? Like what? why? Why does it matter? Like, why does it matter that much? Mm. And that's, like, a prerequisite for that's attractive or not. And it's, um, you know, it's different because... On the other hand, they go, oh, well, guys can, like, say that about our weight. I'm like, you can lose You can weight. lose your weight. Someone, like, someone sent that in to yeah, me today. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it's like probably a, a fat person. <laughs> no, she was agreeing with two just mates. She was saying oh, the same right, sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, yeah, because 
because I was sent her because she was saying, "Oh, I need someone who works in their body and their mind." I was like, "How oh, funny enough you said that?" Because I got called fat phobic on the weekend because I was asked, "What do I find attractive in a in a woman?" I was like, "Oh, someone who takes care of their body." Mm. And this person then automatically jumps to like, "You're being fat phobic and misogynistic." I'm like, "I didn't say anything about any weight mm. or any size. I said someone who takes care of their body. Someone who takes care of their body can be." skinny as hell and also can have the biggest curves ever no one said anything about they need to be 50 kgs or less or they need to be this they need to have this shape i said you look after your body that could mean you go to the gym you go to pilates you do yoga you do whatever the fuck you want as long as you're looking for care your body and eating well do you know who usually complains about people talking about money broke people (laughs) do you know who usually complains about people talking about being overweight fat people (laughs) It's never the ones who are rich or in great shape that have any issue with it. Do you know what I mean? It's just never the case. It's never the case. Uh, we'll leave that in. Uh, um, but yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, I really. I, uh, I liked your um, your take on that. I was just playing devil's advocate yeah, to see what you're coming back with. Unrealistic versus high standards. Yeah, I hope. Uh, I hope you all heard that because that yeah. was some bars. I just sat back and listened to mm. Dan. Right, I'm gonna play a voice note from someone who sent something in. <coughs> Do I know this person? Uh, you've met her before. <laughs> Ooh. Can I see? Can I see it's, this? it's on WhatsApp. Oh. Yeah. Do you know this person? No. Okay, here we go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Lovely I thought voice. I'd just send them on here because it's easier than on Instagram. Oh, lazy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's just a few. I'm sure there's many more. Um, yeah, this is actually really personal, isn't it? I was like reading and thinking, geez, this is um, reading. She has the list quite memorable showing these, but anyway, we like vulnerability. Okay, so, someone who holds empathy and compassion for others' pain, um, someone who has open mindedness and understanding towards different perspectives, mm. someone who knows the difference between anger and passion. Mm. Someone who doesn't allow their ego to dictate their reactions, and if they do, then having awareness for it. Someone who has ambition and adventure for growth and self-development. Loyalty and trust, not just with fidelity, but with knowing I am respected and also held accountable for my own mistakes. Mm. Someone who isn't afraid to challenge me when I need pushing in the right direction. I think that's a good one. Someone who isn't afraid to challenge themselves and live outside of their own fear. I think that one about the challenging is fucking unreal. Really like that. Um, I feel like if you're in a relationship with someone who isn't challenging you and pushing you to be better or is just content with where you are and where they are, that's a recipe for disaster because it's going to come a point where you're probably, especially if you're naturally an ambitious person and you're with someone who doesn't, isn't either ambitious or doesn't push you to be more ambitious, there's going to come a point where there'll be a level of resentment there that you feel like you've probably missed out on opportunities, whether that's professionally or whatever that you could have missed out on. Mm, yeah, 100%. You want someone to push you and you want to push them. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think that's great. Um... Also, how I feel when I'm with someone. Mm. Do I feel seen? Do I feel heard? And do I feel held? It's really important to me. Someone who is educated. 
to that, it's not how you feel about that person, but how that person makes you feel. Again, love that. Mm-hmm. Things outside of their bubble. I do disagree with that, though. Wait, what, what's that? Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah, have yeah, this yeah. conversation. Someone who's curious to learn about real-life situations that act... It's all about balance, obviously, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. ...relate to them, as knowledge is power. Someone who has a sense of humour that matches mine, which is... Can be quite rare to find. You can find someone funny, but someone that actually gets your humour—that's that's important. You got lucky. Um, yeah, someone that can share love for music, food, and different cultures. Love culture. Also, someone who can live a simple life away from material things, but also appreciates the world now and has a good balance of both. Mm. So can live one foot in and one foot out. Yeah, I like that. I think there were some really good points in some there. Some good ones in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think for a lot of the things that people have sent in, it's they are very much like standard. Like it's something that mm. everyone should be looking for in a partner. Yeah. But I think I guess sometimes when we're living in this world and just going through the flow of life and we meet different people, we kind of forget the things that we need. Especially when we initially meet someone and you might be completely infatuated and besotted by the person. It's like when you see the red flags and you just choose to ignore them because you like the person in that moment. And I think for a lot of people, as they've dated and they've got into these relationships, they then start to lose a part of themselves. And by losing a part of yourselves, you start to lower your standards and just mold yourself into what you think that person needs you or wants you to be. And then you completely forget about the qualities that you need in a partner Look, moving forward. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think definitely people can get swept away. My friend, I think, has just started, like, I know one of my friends who had just started seeing someone recently, and I think they've been on, like, two or, or three dates, and they're like, oh, this person's amazing, they're this or that, like, oh, this is incredible, and I'm always like, just just take it slow. Yeah, chill out. Because they've also come from not the best relationships, yeah. and so I'm like, this is probably just a comparison. Doesn't mean it won't work out, doesn't mean it won't be amazing. I was like, it, it definitely can be. Um, but this is the chemistry phase. Yeah. Like this is chemistry and this is awesome. Like enjoy that and then start to see how you can develop compatibility. Yeah. Um, but definitely don't, um, yeah, like leap in thinking it's all now going to be it's like so hard. roses. It's, it's, and it's, it's hard not to yeah, like walk away it, with your fantasies. And it's like easier said than done to a degree, especially if, like you said, if the chemistry is so strong and you're mm. enjoying it, it's only natural for us as humans to then start to, fantasize, fantasize and, and, yeah. and create some sort of weird ass future with this person but like again it's one of those things whenever you've done the work on yourself that you always have to keep checking back in yeah. and that's just what it is whenever whenever you're at a point where you're aware of what you need and what you want it is natural for you to kind of get ahead of yourself and think holy shit this girl's amazing or holy shit this guy's amazing but the work is with that you've done is whenever you do come back and say actually wait slow down what what is this? How many weeks are we? How many weeks is this in? This is three weeks. This is four weeks. How many times have we actually hung out in person? How long did we actually hang out in person? What did we actually talk about? Mm. Like those are the kind of questions that you need to figure out and give yourself space and time away from people when you're just hanging out because the space and time allows you to kind of sit back, relax, mm. and like process everything. I also I was thinking the other day that I do this especially in the first date whenever i go on the date and i go to the toilet that's normally like my time to kind of have a quick overview of how it's going so far yeah Yeah, just like is this going well yeah the conversation's going well is she fit yeah she is fit can i 
what am I gonna, and and then that's kind of like my bit where I'm like, oh, okay, this is all right. And then I go back in and yeah. recalibrate and ready to go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about space. Or <clears throat> when it comes to the early spot game, when you go to the toilet, you're like, yeah, it's time to put the Johnny on. <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is gonna happen. Just like put it on. Just like put it back in my jeans. Yeah, yeah. And then just prepare. Just, just ready to go. Just so you're ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, just so you're ready. No, I think that's. <sighs> I think. I think loads of people do that. I think they're like, yeah, how's this going? Is this going well? And I think a lot of girls do that as well because yeah. they'd go and they're probably texting their girlfriends, being like, yeah. yeah, it's going great, or he's a cock, or whatever. I'm still one. I'm still waiting for my, one of mine to come back from the bathroom. <laughs> she uh, must have got lost there because. Uh, you're over it now, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm well over it now. She's never came back. I think maybe she's just thinking for ages. Um. I think just to finish off in terms of rounding up, I think when it comes to people wanting certain redeeming qualities in someone, I think it's important to make a list and become the list that you make. I like that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, someone sent that in just to say that I didn't. I didn't make that up. They sent that into my in my thing today. Nah. Um, so yeah, this person sent in make a list and then become that list. So if you have all these qualities that you want in a partner or are looking for in a partner. Do some self-reflection and ask yourself if you if you fit those little boxes that you're trying to make. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And if you don't, reel it in. Reel and it in. And if you think this is about you, it probably is. Probably is. Fuck yeah. But yes, that is us for today, friends. Thank you very much for listening. Um, peace and love. Stay safe. As always. Please do us a, a favour and like, share, subscribe while you're on this. Whatever social media platform you're on, mm. it's one tap away from doing something really nice that we'll greatly appreciate. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, peace and love. Stay safe. What was and that? Peace and love. You're like, stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe. Keep raw dogging out there, everyone. <sighs>